0: Cashflow Ninja, episode 214, with Timby Becker.
1: Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher.
0: Hello Cashflow Ninjas, MC Lobster here and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today and in today's show we're going to look at the five tools for a successful real estate investor. My guest in this episode is Tembi Becker. Tembi is a real estate investor, mentor and member of the prestigious R-E-I-N. She is the founder of Infinity Housing Solutions, a rent-to-own company that provides high returns for investors whilst affording everyone an opportunity to become a homeowner. As a mentor with Kelowna Community Resources, a government organization to help immigrants, her passion lies in giving back to the community through charity work and conducting free real estate seminars to immigrants. She has created an education program, real estate riches, and coaches aspiring investors on how to buy more properties. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at ninja.com And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting cashflowninja, one word, to four. 222. To ensure you never miss one of our episodes, you can also download our free interactive smartphone apps on the Apple and Google Play app stores. I've created a Cashflow Ninja investment group where I share opportunities that I'm investing in with my fellow investors. If you're interested in joining this group, please email me at info at cashflowninja.com and we will continue the conversation to see if you're a good fit for our group. My friend Dave Zook says you can be conventional or you can be wealthy, but you need to pick one. At The Real Asset Investor, Dave and his company create value for investors looking for higher yield returns from real estate ventures domestically and internationally. To learn more about the exciting investment opportunities The Real Asset Investor offers, such as the syndication opportunity at Mahogany Bay Village in Belize, or investment opportunities in the multifamily space in the U.S., visit CashflowNinja.com forward slash real asset investor. Gelt Inc. is a multifamily syndicator which has acquired over 6,700 apartment units valued at over $1 billion through a private equity syndication model. Gelt provides its investors with significant cash-on-cash returns while maintaining and enhancing equity invested for the long term. You can reach out to Joss Satin at joss@geltinc.com to learn more. Have you read Rich Dad Poor Dad? Are you interested in real estate investing and don't know where to start and how to get the results you want? For valuable information to get you started, visit JoinOps Properties at joinopsproperties.com. If you want to create an income stream of 8% on your cash or money in your self-directed IRAs within 90 days in real estate without finding the property, fixing it up, finding a tenant, and all the other management headaches, you have to watch the private lending presentation at CashflowNinja.com forward slash private lending. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. Joining me on the Cashflow Ninja podcast is my fellow scatling from Africa, Sambi, welcome to the welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Great to have you on. Uh you've been doing some very, very exciting stuff and have an amazing story. Uh can you share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners?
2: Absolutely. Uh thank you for having me on the show today. Uh so uh I'm originally from Zimbabwe. It's in Southern Africa, right next to South Africa. Born and bred there, moved to Canada when I was uh young, I guess, uh, in 2001. And I came from a very poor background, I would say humble beginnings. And so when I moved here, I only had five bucks, which I actually got from the guy who was sitting next to me in the plane and got to Canada, Montreal. And uh, from there, I went into nursing school. And from there, I'm here investing in real estate and talking to you.
0: There are a lot of stuff you just touched on there. Uh, let's talk about Zimbabwe, too, because um, beautiful, beautiful part of the world. Uh, amazing, amazingly beautiful country. Just as South Africa has had a couple of issues, and obviously you saw a lot of things firsthand on the ground. Um, what were some of the, the, the experiences and the memories? Uh, if you can recall, obviously, there's been uh, a lot of people now talk about the hyperinflation was, what, that was going on there. Uh, what were some of the recollections and experiences and some of the lessons that you learned uh, from growing up there?
2: You know, thank you for bringing that up because Zimbabwe is a very beautiful country. And I encourage anybody who's never been to actually visit uh, and the people are beautiful, but the economy is not that great. And so growing up there, uh, especially with, uh, being disadvantaged the way I was when growing up, it's interesting that you realize the opportunities when you go to another country. It's so easy to just be stuck in this mindset that all oh, things are so tough. The economy is going down in Canada or the U.S. or wherever you are. But if you're coming from a country which is so disadvantaged where you don't even have a bank account because the money deflates within an hour after you put it into the bank account, you just realize how much opportunity there is in this country or in whichever country you are in, uh, considering the hyperinflation where you're coming from. So it was a good, I think, experience for me to come from that uh, part where you're banking your money and realizing that, oh my God, I just spent $200 and today it's worth $100. You know, that shift to things makes you realize that you cannot really count on the banking system whichever country you are in.
0: Right, a very very uh, big lesson for you to have learned and then also uh you know you in Montreal which is predominantly a, a French speaking city so you come from Zimbabwe and end up over there and go to school. What was what was that like and what were some of the big lessons that you've learned there?
2: Oh, that was a huge shift. Um, First of all, I came December 1st, 2001. And if you know, Zimbabwean weather in December it's like plus 30. Montreal weather is minus 30. (laughs) So (laughs) already there was that shock to the system of, oh my God, it is cold. (laughs) And then one thing I didn't know, which might sound funny for most people, is that there was French in Canada. So I just booked a ticket and I came to where I could come and I got to the airport and I hear bonjour. So that was already a shock to like, wow, nobody's speaking English around here. And the ones who are speaking English are speaking broken English. So for me, it was really an adjustment of a mindset. I had to shift my mindset to a survival mode mindset to say, you know what? I could either go back to Zimbabwe and continue suffering or I could stay here. And build a future for my children and for other women in Zimbabwe. So it was a big mindset shift of moving from, I'm going to Canada to moving to, I have to survive in Canada because I didn't speak the language, I didn't speak the weather, and I didn't speak even the education because the education systems are different per country and per continent even.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot of challenges right there, and as you said, it's it's all about the mindset, right? You can <laughs> you can find a way to make this work. Learn a different language, experience different a different climate. Um, you know, it, it's like you said that that survival instinct uh kick kicks in, right? Of of getting through this. So you've carved out uh, a fantastic um. Story in the real estate niche, and how did you get started in real estate, and why did you decide to invest in real estate?
2: So, um, once I got settled in Montreal, and once I had a job, I, I ended up going to school and I trained as a registered nurse. So, one thing I, I had a very different picture of what a nurse was and what it was in real life. So, when I graduated from nursing, I remember my first job in two thousand and six, and I saw people who were 70 years old, maybe 65 years old. I'll never forget this lady who was literally limping to work. And I looked at her and I said, why are you not retiring? And he said, because I haven't reached my, I think it's called the freedom number yet. What is it called? 85 factor. Yeah. I haven't reached the 85 factor. I said, what is that? And they started explaining to me. And because I started my career late as an immigrant, I realized that the 85 factor for me would be at 62. And I thought, there is no way I could work till I'm 62 years old, doing this every day, you know? Right. And so I realized, first of all, I realized the limited freedom I had. And the second thing which I noticed was, How little the money from nursing was. No offense to anybody who's a registered nurse, but when you're a student or maybe an immigrant making $7 an hour, when you are told you're going to make $25 an hour, you think, oh, I will have so much money. However, when you start making that $25 an hour, which is what I started at, you realize it's not even enough. It's not even enough to pay your bills. It's not even enough to impact other people, which is one thing coming from Africa I had to do because there were so many people waiting for me to send them money so they could send their children to school. And I realized I needed to find a way to get out of the right trace and invest in real estate
0: and what a great asset class it is so you def another mindset shift right another aha moment in your in your journey of figuring out that i'm going to need some cash flow (laughs) rather than working and saving and saving until until i'm 62 let's talk about your first real estate deal so obviously you you had that aha moment you started in investing in your own education uh talk us uh, through the the the, the beginnings of how where you started and uh, some of the first real estate deals that you did.
2: Absolutely. So what happened is after realizing that, I was reading the paper and I came across an ad which said, get out of the rate race, invest in real estate. So I didn't plan to invest in real estate. I just wanted to get out of the rate race. So I decided, long story short, I bought a book by uh, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and that book changed my life. I, it changed the way I thought of how I'm supposed to manage my finances and how I did that. So, after buying that book, I figured that I had enough knowledge to, to buy real estate. So, I went and I bought a property, wrong fundamentals whatsoever, with no education. It was a townhouse. I still own it. Uh, I paid $285. It's worth $245 right now. Uh, this was in 2008, right at the peak. And I still haven't made my money back, but it's it taught me so much stuff. One thing which it taught me is you do have to do your own research about real estate and not they're not listen to what the realtor is telling you. The second thing it taught me is that you have to invest in your education. You have to invest in your education and not think, and books, no offense to books. Books are great, but they're not enough. They're not enough to give you the education you need to get started. So that property taught me a lot of things. And the third thing it really taught me was I should outsource because I used to fix everything on my own until I flooded the house. So it taught me to learn to outsource. So it was a great learning experience. And from then I enrolled into an education and I started learning how to invest in real estate the proper way with the recognizable companies.
0: And one thing that I appreciate to you, Tembi, is you, you take some of these lessons that you've learned and you've really put it nicely also into a, a PDF form where, which anybody can download from your website where you share five tools for a successful real estate investing. Uh, can you talk a little bit about these five tools?
2: Absolutely. So what I noticed is, um, when I made all those mistakes, One thing I realized is that I didn't have the right tools to start off with. The first thing I didn't have was the right network. I learned through that property that it was so important to surround yourself with like-minded people, to ask people who have been through this journey how you can go about it. So I decided to do the right network, the right mindset, the right property. You have to look at the right property and don't just buy any other property. You have to look at, is this the right property for me? Is this the right economy? Is it the right financing? That's one mistake I made when I first started. I just logged in at 6% because that's what the mortgage broker told me. I didn't know that you could have a variable mortgage. I didn't know the advantages or disadvantages of locking in it at such a high rate because the mortgage rates started dropping right after that. So you need to have every tool which is right to... um to invest in real
0: estate. I like how you start with the right network as well, because that it's so, so key because sometimes, I mean, it's a people business, you know, you're in the real estate business, but real estate is people. And I've just found too, that the opportunities and the access that you get to certain investments comes through the right people and the right network.
2: Exactly. And you know, when you have that right network, it actually aligns to everything below because those people are the ones who are going to tell you what kind of property manager you should be getting, if you should be getting a property manager, or what kind of things you should be looking at to manage your property. They're the same people who will tell you if it's the right time to buy. Because my mistake was I listened to a listing realtor who told me, oh yeah, this is the right time to buy. And I just bought a property through that listing realtor
0: uh once once you've done your own research you've established that the market that you want to invest in you've uh, can eventually you ha- you're tied in and t- into a network and you have boots on the ground in that market the right property comes along and as you mentioned you'll get introduced to the right management and of course the financing plays into that too so i love it how you just put this together because it's so so key these five uh tools and pillars uh for investing and Timmy, you continue to learn and continue to learn from others, and that 's why I love podcasting because that is exactly what I get to do. I get to ask the questions I want to ask, uh, and I get to learn from the uh, the people that i that I interview and you uh, uh did a similar thing, a little bit different. You hosted a global real estate summit interviewing many, many successful real estate investors and real estate professionals that have built an enormous amount of wealth. Uh, can you share a little bit more about this Global Real Estate Summit and what were some of the biggest takeaways from some of the guests speakers uh, that you had on the, the summit?
2: That was mind-blowing. That was mind-blowing. I think that's, I can safely say, that's the best project I've done so far for me in my real estate career, I didn't realize how much powerful it was to interview other people and how much knowledge you learn from each interview. And each aspect, I had um, 20 aspects, and each aspect has a different take on what you should be investing in real estate and how you should be investing in real estate. So it was a really interesting uh, summit. And basically, I had so many aha moments, so many aha moments. But what I can say, one thing which stood out for me is, 90, I believe 85% of the people I interviewed at 85% all have either filed for bankruptcy, been in foreclosure or lost everything. That was such an aha moment for me. And what it, what it actually taught me, because at the end I used to ask these people, so what changed for you? Why, how did you come back from that, from losing? I remember one of my aspects had lost 50 million. And how did you come back from losing 50 million? It was the mindset. They still came back to real estate. So one thing which I learned is real estate is the best way to create wealth for you and your future generations to leave a legacy and to build uh, a a network. Because if these people didn't have that belief in real estate, they wouldn't have come back to the real estate uh, aspect. They probably could have started investing in stocks or something else. But even though they had lost everything, they learned from their mistakes and came back to real estate. So it taught me that one as I said, real estate is the best investment. Secondly, you just have to change your mindset and you have to educate yourself. If you listen to all those people, their mistakes is because they either did not listen to their coach or they did not have a mentor and they just rushed and bought so many properties. Uh, One of the interviews was very interesting. Uh, the guy said, it doesn't matter how many properties you have. Sometimes we concentrate on the number. I don't know if you've been a part of a network, uh, MC, which just talks about how many properties do you have? You know, when you go to events, how many properties do you have? It's right. not about the number of properties you have, right. it's about the quality of properties and why are you buying those properties. At the end of the day, the, it all ties back to your why, your big why. Why are you doing it? You can have 100 properties, but if you don't know your big why, you're going to lose all of them.
0: Exactly. So,
2: know your why.
0: Exactly, and if you don't, if if it's not a plan, if you're just trying to, <laughs> if you're just trying to add properties for adding property sake, it's got to be it's got to be part of your plan. But that's so powerful, and as you touched upon mindset, that that's the one thing too. And I think um that's kind of like uh, the, the our outlook too. I mean, you and I both came to North America. It started here from from scratch and build it. So your mindset is always that you know I know I'm going to make mistakes. I know I could you know have a, a you know, a potential, uh, a challenge or a downturn or, you know, something, something could happen, but because of the self-belief and the mindset that you do have, it's something that you're going to fight through and you'll just rebuild it. What, whatever happens or whatever comes, right?
2: Exactly. And in regards to that mindset, uh, portion, you know, the mind is a muscle. We can stretch it, um, I listened to John Asaraf, uh, who talks about um, inner size. We can exercise our mind so that it can be used to change this. Because what happens with us, we get so complacent and so comfortable with the norms. Yet the norms are the norms for everybody else, but they're not the norms for you. So we need to learn to stretch my mind. So if I, for example, I came to Canada uh, from, minus, from plus minus from 30 to minus 30. That was a stretch of my brain. My brain saying, oh my God, I am going from this plus to minus. That brain stretches. So we need to uh, exercise our brain, actually not the mind, but our brain so that our mindset can expand with the, with the way we exercise our brain. So when just because you have lost, just because you have been beaten before, been down a path where you felt, doesn't mean you're a failure it was just a test and it was just a lesson
0: you're listening to Tembi Baker on the cash ninja podcast we will be right back after a word from our sponsor
2: are you on track to achieve your financial goals income producing real estate is the most historically proven way to accumulate wealth and has created more financial freedom than any other means norada real estate provides everything you need to invest in the best turnkey cash flow rental properties our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly income Get your free strategy session with our knowledgeable investment counselors at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com.
0: You're listening to Tembi Baker on the Cash Cashflow Ninja podcast, and now back to our interview. It ties into kind of a quote that I just uh, recently uh, saw too from Grant Cardone, which is he also operates in the real estate space, but he, talk, he talks about comfort being the enemy of abundance which I thought was very, very powerful. As you just mentioned, you've got to get out of that comfort zone because abundance is on the other side.
2: So true. So true. I just want to add one thing also in regards to what I learned from these interviews, Uh, successful people think big. I don't know if that makes sense. Successful people think big. That's one thing which separates me and you maybe from Bill Gates because Bill Gates doesn't see limitations. He sees opportunities. Yes, there are limitations everywhere, but he sees. How can I change that limitation and make it an opportunity? And that's what everybody listening here should take away. How can you change those limitations, those limiting beliefs? Okay, I have no money to invest in real estate. How can I find the money to invest in real estate? I don't have time. How can I find the time to invest in real estate? All those objections you tell yourself in your mind, just have an answer to them and Honestly, if you wake up in the morning and just say, today I'm going to find time to invest in real estate, I'm going to find time to make money, and I'm going to find time to... I think that helps as you have that positive reinforcement in, in your mind of how you can change those negative thoughts into positive thoughts.
0: Absolutely. Now, Timmy, what would you say to people listening out there, uh, wherever they are, regardless in the world, someone like you uh, came, uh, you know, from very, very humble beginnings, struggling uh, and poor, and then you turned your life around, you took action, you ended up in North America, you created uh, an amazing life for yourself and your family and loved ones. Uh, what advice would you give them? Where do they start? Uh, we've talked about mindset in this interview. But sometimes, you know, and I'm sure you can relate looking back too, sometimes people find themselves in positions where they don't see uh, light at the end of the tunnel. What would you say to them?
2: Um, I'll tell them the same thing I told my students. Uh, start by reading two books, which I highly recommend. The first one is The War of Art by Steve Pressfield. It um, talks about how you conquer the resistance because all those things of thinking you cannot do it, you have so much debt you can't start, it's the resistance. We are fighting resistance uh, every day. When we wake up, there's resistance. So you need to find the resistance. And um as Steven Pressfield says it very well in the book, The War of Art. The second thing I would encourage them to do is to read the book, Rich Dead, Poor Dead. That book changed my mind and changed the way I thought. And I'm not sure if you read it, MC, but it's no, one of
0: absolutely. those. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. It's one of those books which just takes you from, Thinking it's impossible to it's possible. So you could start by that. Then from there, start listening to podcasts like the one which you're hosting right now, Cashflow Ninja. Listen to those podcasts. Listen to start reading, educating yourself. But it's hard to even think of listening to a podcast if your mindset is still the same. So I would say maybe start by reading those two books and then go from there.
0: It's so true. Your mind has to exp- expand first, uh, so that your, your context, uh, expands before you fill it with the content. The other thing I would add to is I agree with you too with uh, the, uh, how people you'd mention, uh, how people think big. And, and, and that's another thing too of constantly growing your mindset, constantly challenging yourself. And constantly challenging yourself outside of that comfort zone, so you're always growing and growing. Um, and everybody has to start somewhere, so that's fantastic advice. Uh, now, tell me, one habit I've observed from wealthy and successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and learning new skill sets. Uh, what are you currently studying, and what new skill sets are you currently learning?
2: Uh, I'm studying online marketing. I have, <laughs> I enjoy doing anything online. I'm really addicted, and it's. Especially with the summit, I shouldn't say addicted, it's not really an addiction, but yeah, especially with doing the summit, one thing I noticed is I really enjoyed listening to people. So I'm hoping that eventually I'll start a podcast and start uh, sharing with people. And the reason why I'm going into online marketing mainly is to reach a bigger audience because We are limited. Everything is online right now. And in 2020, 95% of the world would either have a mobile phone or a computer. So everybody will be online. So we need everybody, even if you're not going into real estate, you need to get yourself positioned such that when that happens, how do you communicate with somebody who's in India? How do you communicate with somebody who's in China who wants to learn how to invest in real estate? Or how do you communicate with a joint venture partner even who could be in India and wanting to invest in the U.S.? So we need to learn how to reach those people. And the only way we can do it is online. Unless, of course, you love traveling and you want to travel all around.
0: Exactly, exactly. And that's also a way of uh, having your business uh, keep working and keep running, even uh, if, you're, if you're asleep at that stage. Because somewhere uh, in the world, someone's awake while you're asleep, right? So Exactly, exactly. Now, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be?
2: You can be able to do anything. There's no limit. That would be the first thing I will tell – tell my kids and which is what I tell my daughter that she can be anything she wants to be as long as she put her minds and energy to it. So that's the main thing. The second thing I would probably tell people is get started, just get started in whatever you're thinking of doing, just get started and never have the excuses hold you back. Your excuses should be less than your, why should be bigger than your excuses. Your why should be bigger than your excuses. Um, And when your why is big, you'll find yourself having more purpose. And the other thing is just impact other people. There's so much power in generosity. There's so much power in doing things to change other people's lives and not to get. Just think every day, every morning when you wake up, whose day can I make better? And how can I help them have a better day? And that, when you do that, your life will be perfect.
0: And that's one thing that you really, really do yourself is giving back, Timby, giving back just uh, as far as the contribution online and, and uh, sharing your journey with other folks, interviewing these successful real estate investors. But there's also many other areas that you have made a point of giving back, giving back to your community, giving back to family members and, and so forth. Uh, can you talk a little bit just about what role that's played in your life?
2: That has been so fulfilling, you know. It's um, it's interesting. I never used to understand why it was so important to give until until I started doing it myself, and the impact you make in people's lives. When I look back, and I'm not saying this with pride or anything, but when I look back at the number of people whose lives I have changed and what their situation would be like if I had not maybe helped them, whether it be education I gave them or even um. Financial benefits. It's just it's just humbling to look at how much you can change somebody's life by that. And one of the examples I can give is um a, a a a community maybe I should call it that. It's a village really in Zimbabwe. It's in a very remote area, and those people do not have water. So what they used to do is they used to go and get water from the dam. And there's a lot of crocodiles in that dam. So, I partnered with this organization and we built a borehole. And for me, saving somebody's life, because kids would go to the dam and try to fetch water, and the crocodile either takes the leg or kills the kid, you know what I mean? And now, for me to just have those people being able to just go to a borehole uh, for those of you who don't know what a borehole is, it's like a well. I don't know how to explain it better, but it's one right. of those pumping things where you get water in Africa. But anyways, for people to go be able to have that accessibility compared to going to a river and maybe risking their lives is such a huge impact. And it doesn't take a lot. Honestly, it does not take a lot. So to be an impact to whatever, it could be Kiva. Kiva helps African women own or rather women just start their organizations and start businesses like have a goat and all that stuff. And you can donate as little as $10, I believe, with Kiva. So you could start with organizations like Kiva and just impact many people's lives. And it's worldwide. It goes to India, everywhere. So anybody can do this and you don't have a lot of money. And I just want to, in regards to the giving part, I just want to say something which I had from Oprah many, many years ago. Uh, when Oprah shared that she didn't start giving when she had money. She started giving when she was broke. That's powerful. You don't have to wait to have money. Start giving when you're broke and you'll be surprised at the, uh, not because you give because you want to get, but you'll be surprised at what that comes back to us. Yes.
0: Absolutely. And you mentioned Kiva, that's a great organization uh, where you can also support a lot of entrepreneurs, as you've mentioned, um, and uh, for as little as $10, um, make a donation to them. They're, they're a very, very, uh, very uh, good organization doing fantastic things. Demi, this has been a blast. Um, where can my listeners uh, learn more about you, stay involved with all of the projects that you're involved with, and where can they connect with you?
2: Absolutely. So uh, as I said, we just finished a, a summit. It's wrapping up in the next few days. So if you manage to catch this interview before it wraps up, you can go to globalrealestatevent.com. Globalrealestatevent.com. If it's done, you can join the waiting list. Don't worry. Uh, otherwise, you can reach us at www.realestaterealreaches.com. com.
0: Fantastic. I'll put all of those links uh, in the show notes at CashflowNinja.com. Timby, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your incredible story and your journey uh, and providing so much value for my listeners.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: This is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Valhalla Wealth Financial. can access an exclusive webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. Thank you for joining my guest Timbi Becker and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. Many listeners have taken action and received a personalized game plan of how to collapse time in their financial plan and become financially free in 10 years or less. If you're interested in a personalized game plan and custom roadmap to achieve financial freedom in 10 years or less, you can register for a free webinar at cashflowtactics.com forward slash ninja. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life. So if there's any way that I can provide more value for you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info@cashflowninja.com. At If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gashku newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text cashflowninja to 44222. Geld Inc. is a multifamily owner which has acquired over 6,700 apartment units valued at over $1 billion through a private equity syndication model. Banking on the renter revolution amongst millennials and baby boomers, all-time low home ownership rates, and a major shortage of well-located apartments at affordable price points, Gelt has provided its investors with consistent cash-on-cash returns while maintaining and enhancing equity invested for the long term. For more information on how to achieve sustainable yield for the long term, you can email Satin at josh at josh@geltinc.com. Smart investors know that the banks actually don't own most automatic teller machines. In fact, the opportunity for private investment provides stellar passive returns, figures in the double digits, with the added bonus that most of the income is tax-free. Who wants to walk blindly past an ATM and not cash in on that opportunity? ATM machine ownership brings you a steady stream of hands-off passive income. Dave Zook and the Real Asset Investor team have been providing opportunities for investors in this uptrending activity of ATM use. If you're an accredited investor and would like more information on how you can invest in this exclusive asset class, that very few investors will ever have access to, sign up for your free webinar on how to create income streams from ATMs at cashflowninja.com forward slash real asset investor. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to become financially free. They have designed a system to take any beginner to an experienced deal-making investor in the least amount of time. They offer opportunities from basic education, coaching, bridge loan investing, to turnkey investments in the cash-flowing market of St. Louis, Missouri. For more information, please visit joinopsproperties.com or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. If you want to create an income stream of 8% on your cash or money in your self-directed IRA within 90 days in real estate without finding the property, fixing it up, finding a tenant, and all the other management headaches that comes along with it, you have to watch the private lending presentation at cashflowninja.com. Forward slash private lending. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning in the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms.